0: The thirty-seventh adventure of the fall of the Nibelungs by Anonymous, translated by Margaret Armour. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Phil Schempf. How Rudiger was slain. The strangers did valiantly that morning. Gotelind's husband came into the courtyard and saw the heavy loss on both sides. Whereat the true man wept inly, Woe is me, said the knight, that ever I was born, since none can stop this strife fain would i have them at one again but the king holdeth back for he seeth alway more done to his hurt good rudeger sent to dietrich that they might seek to move the great king but the knight of bern sent back an answer who can hinder it king etzel letteth none intercede a knight of the Huns that had oft seen rudeger standing with wet eyes said to the queen look how he standeth yonder that etzel hath raised above all others and that hath land and folk at his service. Why hath Rudiger so many castles from the king? He hath struck no blow in this battle. I ween he careth little for our scathe, so long as he hath an owl for himself. They say he is bolder than any other. Ill hath he shown it in our need. The faithful man, when he heard that word, looked angrily at the knight. He thought, Thou shalt pay for this. Thou callest me a coward. Thou hast told thy tale too loud at court he clenched his fist and ran at him and smote the hun so fiercely that he fell down at his feet dead whereat etzel's grief waxed anew away with thee false babbler cried rudiger i had trouble and sorrow enow what was it to thee that i fought not good cause have i also to hate the strangers and had done what i could against them but that i brought them hither i was their escort into my master's land and may not lift my wretched hand against them then said etzel the great king to the margrave how hast thou helped us most noble Rudiger? we had dead men enow in the land and needed no more evilly hast thou done but the knight answered he angered me and twitted me with the honour and the wealth thou hast bestowed on me so plenteously it hath cost the liar dear then came the queen that had seen the hun perish by Rudiger's wrath she mourned for him with wet eyes and said to rudiger what have we ever done to thee that thou shouldst add to our sorrow thou hast ofttimes promised noble rudiger that thou wouldst risk for our sake both honour and life and i have heard many warriors praise thee for thy valour hast thou forgotten the oath thou swearest to me with thy hand good knight when thou didst woo me for king Etzel? how that thou wouldst serve me till my life's end or till thine never was my need greater than now it is true noble lady i promised to risk for thee honor and life but i swear not to lose my soul i brought the princes to this high tide she said remember rudiger thy faith and thine oath to avenge all my hurt and my woe the margrave answered i have never said thee nay etzel began to entreat likewise they fell at his feet sore troubled was the good margrave Full of grief, he cried, Woe is me that ever I saw this hour, for God hath forsaken me. All my duty to heaven, mine honor, my good faith, my knightliness I must forgo. God above have pity and let me die. Whether I do this thing or I do it not, I sin. And if I take the part of neither, all the world will blame me. Let him that made me guide me. Still the king and his wife implored him, whence it fell that many valiant warriors lost their lives at his hand and the hero himself was slain hear ye now the tale of his sorrow well he knew he could win naught but teen and scathe fain had he denied the prayer of the king and queen he feared if he slew but one man that the world would loathe him evermore then the bold man said to the king take back what thou hast given me castles and land leave me nothing at all I WILL GO FORTH afoot INTO EXILE, I WILL TAKE MY WIFE AND MY DAUGHTER BY THE HAND, AND I WILL QUIT THY COUNTRY EMPTY, RATHER THAN I WILL DIE DISHONOURED, I TOOK THY RED GOLD TO MY HURT." KING ETZEL ANSWERED, WHO WILL HELP ME THEN, LAND AND FOLK I GAVE TO THEE, RUDIGER, THAT THOU MIGHTEST AVENGE ME ON MY foes. THOU SHALT RULE WITH ETZEL AS A GREAT KING. BUT RUDIGER SAID, HOW CAN I DO IT? i bade them to my house and my home i set meat and drink before them and gave them my gifts shall i also smite them dead the folk may deem me a coward but i have always served them well should i fight with them now it were ill done deep must i rue past friendship i gave my daughter to giselher none better in this world had she found of so great lineage and honour and faith and wealth never saw i young king so virtuous but kriemhild answered most noble rudiger take pity on us both bethink thee that never host had guests like these then said the margrave what thou and my master have given me i must pay for this day with my life i shall die and that quickly well i know that or nightfall my lands and castles will return to your keeping to your grace i commend my wife and my child and the homeless ones that are at Becklaran. God reward thee, Rudir, cried the king. He and the queen were both glad. Thy folk shall be well seen to, but thou thyself, I trow, will come off scathless. So he put his soul and body on the hazard. Etzel's wife began to weep. He said, I must keep my vow to thee. Woe is me for my friends that I must fall upon in mine own despite. They saw him turn heavily from the king. To his knights that stood close by he said, arm ye my men all for i must fight the burgundians to my sorrow the heroes called for their harness and the attendants brought helm and buckler soon the proud strangers heard the sad news rudeger stood armed with five hundred men and twelve knights that went with him to win worship in the fray they knew not that death was so near rudeger went forth with his helmet on his men carried sharp swords and thereto broad shields and bright the fiddler saw this and was dismayed but when giselher beheld his father-in-law with his helmet on he weaned that he meant them well the noble king was right glad well for me that i have such friends cried giselher as these we won by the way for my wife's sake he will save us by my faith i am glad to be wed thy trust is in vain said the fiddler whenever did ye see so many knights come in peace with helmets laced on and with swords rudiger cometh to serve for his castles and his lands or the fiddler had made an end of speaking rudiger the nobleman stood before the house he laid his good shield before his feet he must needs deny greeting to his friends then the margrave shouted into the hall stand on your defense ye bold nibelungs i would have helped you but must slay you once we were friends but i cannot keep my faith the sore tried men were dismayed at this word their comfort was gone for he that they loved was come against them from their foemen they had suffered anow god in heaven forbids," said gunther the knight that thou shouldst be false to the friendship and the faith wherein we trusted it cannot be i cannot help it said rudeger i must fight with you for i have vowed it as ye love your lives bold warriors ward you well king etzel's wife will have it so thou turnest too late said the king god reward thee noble rudiger for the truth and the love thou hast shown us if it endured but to the end we shall ever thank and serve thee for the rich gifts thou gavest to me and my kinsmen when thou broughtest with true heart into etzel's land so thou let us live think thereon noble rudiger gladly would i grant it said the knight might i but give thee freely as i would with none to chide me give that no thought said gernot never host and treated guests so kindly as thou us the which will advantage thee if we live would to god noble Gernot said rudeger that ye were at the rhine and i dead with honour since i must fight with you never strangers were worse entreated treated by friends god reward thee sir rudeger answered Gernot for thy rich gifts i should rue thy death for in thee a virtuous man would fall behold good knight the sword thou gavest in my hand it hath never failed me in my need its edge hath killed many a warrior it is finely tempered and stark and thereto bright and good so goodly a gift i ween never knight will give more if thou forbear not but fall upon us and slay any of my kinsmen here thou shalt perish by thine own sword much i pity thee and thy wife would to god sir gurnot thou hadst thy will and thy friends were out of peril to thee i would entrust wife and daughter then said the youngest of fair Uta's sons how canst thou do this thing sir Rudiger? all that came hither with me are thy friends a vile deed is this thou makest thy daughter too soon a widow if thou and thy knights defy us ill am i a paid that i trusted thee before all other men when i won thy daughter for my wife forget not thy troth noble king if god send thee hence answered Rudiger. Let not the maiden suffer for my sin. By thine own princely virtue withdraw not thy favour from her. Fain would I promise it, said Giselher the youth. Yet, if my high-born kinsman perish here by thy hand, my love for thee and thy daughter must perish also. Then God have mercy, cried the brave man, whereat he lifted his shield, and would have fallen upon the guests in Kriemhild's hall. But Hagen called out to him from the stairhead tarry a while noble rudiger let me and my masters speak with thee yet a while in our need what shall it profit etzel if we knights die in a strange land i am in evil case said hagen the shield that gotelin gave me to carry the huns have hewn from my hand in good faith i bore it hither would to god i had such a shield as thou hast noble rudiger a better i would not ask for in the battle i would gladly give thee my shield durst i offer it before kriemhild yet take it hagen and wear it ha mightest thou but win with it to burgundy when they saw him give the shield so readily there were eyes enow red with hot tears it was the last gift that rudiger of Bechlaren ever gave albeit hagen was grim and stern he was melted by the gift that the good knight so nigh to his end had given him and many a warrior mourned with him now god reward thee noble rudiger there will never be thy like again for giving freely to homeless knights may the fame of thy charity live for ever sad news hast thou brought me we had trouble enow god pity us if we must fight with friends the margrave answered thou grievest not more than i i will requite thee for thy gift brave rudiger whatever betide thee from these knights my hand will not touch thee not if thou slewest every man of burgundy Rudiger bowed and thanked him all the folk wept sore pity it was that none could stay the strife the father of all virtue lay dead in Rudiger. then folker the fiddler went to the door and said since my comrade hagen hath sworn peace thou shalt have it also from my hand well didst thou earn it when we came first into this country noble margrave be my envoy the margravine gave me these red bracelets to wear at the high tide see them now and bear witness that i did it would to god that the margravine might give thee more doubt not but i shall tell my dear one if i ever see her alive when he had promised that rudeger lifted up his shield he waxed fierce and tarried no longer like a knight he fell upon the guests many a swift blow he smote folker and hagen stood back for they had vowed it but so many bold men stood by the door that rudeger came in great scathe a thirst for blood gunther and gernot let him pass in certes they were heroes giselher drew back sorrowing he hoped to live yet awhile wherefore he avoided rudeger in the strife then the margrave's men ran at their foemen and followed their master like good knights they carried sharp weapons wherewith they clove many a helmet and buckler the weary ones answered the men of Bechlaren with swift blows that pierced deep and straight through their harness to their life's blood they did wonderly in the battle all the warriors were now in the hall folker and hagen fell on them for they had sworn to spare none save the one man their hands struck blood from the helmets right grim was the clash of swords many a shield plate sprang in sunder and the precious stones were scattered among the blood so fiercely none will fight again the prince of Becklarn hewed a path right and left as one acquainted with battle Well did Rüdiger approve him that day, a bold and blameless knight. Gunther and Gernot smote many heroes dead. Giselher and Dankwart laid about them, fearing not, and sent many a man to his doom. Rüdiger approved him stark now bold and well-armed. Ha! many a knight he slew. One of the Burgundians saw this, and was wroth, whereat Rüdiger's death drew nigh. Gernot cried out to the Margrave, noble Rudiger, thou leavest none of my men alive it irketh me sore i will bear it no longer i will turn thy gift against thee for thou hast taken many friends from me come hither thou bold man what thou gavest me i will earn to the uttermost or the margrave had fought his way to him bright bucklers grew dim with blood then greedy of fame the men ran at each other and began to ward off the deadly wounds but their swords were so sharp that nothing could withstand them rudiger the knight smote gernot through his flint hard helmet that the blood broke out soon the good warrior was avenged he swung rudiger's gift on high and albeit he was wounded to the death he smote him through his good shield and his helmet that Gotolin's husband died so rich a gift was never worse requited so they fell in the strife gernot and rudiger slain by each other's hand thereat hagen waxed grimmer than afore the hero of trony said great woe is ours none can ever make good to their folk and their land the loss of these two knights rudeger's men shall pay for it they gave no quarter many were struck down unwounded that had come too but that they were drowned in the blood woe is for me my brother fallen dead each hour bringeth fresh dole for my father-in-law rudeger i grieve also twofold is my loss and my sorrow when giselher saw his brother slain they that were in the hall suffered for it death lagged not behind of the men of Becklarn, there was left not a living soul gunther and giselher and eek hagen dankwart and folker the good knights went where the two warriors lay and there the heroes wept piteously death hath despoiled us sore said giselher the youth stop your weeping and go out to the air that we strife weary ones may cool our harness god will not let us live longer i ween they that were without saw them sitting or leaning and taking their rest rudeger's men were all slain the din was hushed the silence endured so long that etzel was angered and the king's wife cried woe is me for this treason they speak too long the bodies of our foemen are left unscathed by rudeger's hand he plotteth to guide them back to burgundy what doth it profit us king etzel that we have shared all our wealth with him the knight hath done falsely he that should have avenged us cometh to terms with them but folker the valiant warrior answered her alack it is not so noble queen if i might give the lie to one so high-born as thou art thou hast foully slandered rudiger sorry terms have he and his knights made with us with such good will he did the king's bidding that he and his men all lie dead look round thee for another kriemhild to obey thee rudeger serve thee till his death if thou doubtest thou mayest see for thyself to her grief they did it they brought the mangled hero where etzel saw him never were etzel's knights so doleful when the dead margrave was held up before them none could write or tell all the bitter wailing whereby women and men alike uttered their hearts dole etzel's woe was so great that the sound of his lamentation was as a lion's roar loud wept his wife they mourned a good rudiger bitterly end of the thirty-seventh adventure